It has been said that the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's human connection. Here, we connect anonymously. This is Addicts in the Dark with Quick Nick. Been getting a bunch of emails at addictsinthedark at gmail.com and through Instagram wondering where the quick in Quick Nick comes from. It's just a reference to going for a quick nick. You know, like a quick cigarette. Anyways, let's do this. Caller 5 and their story about addiction. Addicts in the dark. Hello, Nick. Yes, sir. That's me. Hi. Uh, you can hear me, right? Loud and clear, my friend. Okay, that's good. Uh, I'm in Sri Lanka, by the way. Sri Lanka, cool. I take it because you're calling in. You've you've listened to the podcast before. Yes, uh, actually, that that is true. I was checking out your uh, podcast, uh, and thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. So I take it you know the rules. There yes. basically are no rules <laughs> other than don't mention your name and don't mention exactly what city you're in. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how do we get started? However you'd like, dude. Tell me about your addiction. Okay, so uh, to, to take you uh, to my childhood, I've always been overweight for my age. It was never it, it was never an extreme uh, amount level of obesity, but I've definitely been uh, over the average amount of uh, a healthy weight range. And as a younger kid, I wasn't that addicted to food uh, as I am right now. But I would um, I would eat a little bit more than I should, and. It really became a problem when I grew up. So uh, this was when I was about 16 years old. Uh, I'm 24 now, by the way. Uh, And when I was 16 years old, uh, I decided, you know what? Now enough. I want to get my life back on track, at least on a good track, uh, at least on a good track for the first time in my life. And I decided to uh, join a gym and uh, just work out and try to find a cleaner way to uh, eat. Now, the problem there is uh, I I tried to cut corners there. I just tried to, I, I started seeing losing weight, losing fat as the ultimate goal. And I told myself, you know what? Exercise helps me burn calories. It, it helps me with my calorie deficit. And also eating less helps me with my calorie deficit as well. And I managed to force myself into a routine where uh, where I eat a proper meal once a day. And uh, and that would be during lunchtime. And for breakfast and dinner, yeah, breakfast it was just a coffee, a black coffee with no sugar. And then for dinner, it's either very little fruits or no food at all. So I managed to train myself to this extreme diet which I continued for like two to three months and I lost a lot of weight and I started looking, I basically looked very thin and um, some of my friends uh, were really surprised to see me because I had lost so much of weight 
Now, the thing is, with that, obviously losing weight is really great. Uh, getting in shape, going to the gym, making a habit of it is really great. But now I realize that I didn't exactly understand what I was doing at that point and how that was about to affect me in a negative way. Because what I've realized is is that addiction, it's, it's this comfort that we find. It's this shortcut of a comfort that we find in our lives that we know for sure that is there for us. Is it's going to make us feel good, even if it's temporary. We go for it and we indulge in it, and then that's when the self-indulgent and like behavior uh, starts to happen, and it starts to negatively impact our lives. Now, after this period, I was I I managed to maintain a healthy weight for about a year or two until I started. Uh, it, it started with a, a bunch of Burger King coupons, actually, where I thought, oh, shit, like, I'm getting, like, a really good deal and there's plenty of burgers. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not overweight. I can treat myself with this. And I love junk food. So I would always try to find these coupons and redeem them and get myself some meals. Then I started to rediscover the fact that I love food, that I love junk food, and I love the idea of having a lot of it. And I slowly developed a pattern since 2017 or 2018 of always associating junk food, basically it's junk food that I'm addicted to, and associating that with moments like celebrating good exam results or getting a job or getting into a new relationship, I would associate that with eating like junk food and stuff. And then, and as I grew older, I would deal with uh, certain problems with relationships or friends or, or even struggling with my education. Whenever I go through certain struggles in my life, I always thought of food as a comfort place, as a place that will ensure that will make me not feel depressed, at least even if it's for 15 to 30 minutes that I'm indulging myself in it. Yeah, food is so satisfying beyond anything to do with hunger. That, that's absolutely right. Like we could be eating a huge meal and be stuffed from this meal and think we can't eat anything else. Then all of a sudden, dessert comes, sugar, fat, and salt, and all of a sudden, we can just keep eating. Exactly. So you mentioned that you hit a point where you needed to get your life back on track. What exactly about the eating took your life off track? So, so I've gone to I've gone to therapy and spoken about this. Uh, so ever since I was little, so the environment that I come from, I'm dark skinned. And obviously, I was fat. So I was bullied since I was a child. And the idea of uh, finding a girlfriend, finding a partner, it seemed uh, unrealistic to me uh, because of the trauma that I've gone through. And, uh, and, the, and, and culturally as well, I'm treated as a less than attractive person. Uh, because this is quite common amongst South Asians where 
fairer the skin the better you look the more successful you the, the more successful you seem now that necessarily that doesn't exactly bother me anymore because i've quite gotten over the whole appearance thing about myself but what i didn't realize was i i i thought to myself that being in a relationship is one of the key success factors one of the key goals in my life and after obviously i'm not blaming the person that i'm in a relationship with but i realized that when after losing weight i gained this sense of confidence um i'm better at speaking with girls i make them laugh i'm very smooth uh, with the way i talk and it helped me in other aspects as well where i got myself into public speaking and i do well at job interviews as well and then when i got into this relationship i just gave up i felt like i just i felt content because because i believed that i was such an undesirable individual since i was a little boy the relationship managed to give me the validation the external validation that i needed to believe that you know what this is all i need and then i just stopped care- taking care of myself and like i mentioned before i would just indulge myself in junk food whenever i whenever i'm stressed out so that i feel a little bit of pleasure or even when i'm celebrating something so i i i've come to a point now where i need to reassess my goals in my life to find new more fulfilling things more productive things that would make me content with my life without attributing it to another person which i realize now is that it's very toxic for the other person as well as it is for myself because i because that's where codependency comes from right where i'm codependent and i'm dependent on the other person to feel happy and then here i am where in the absence of that filling it with things like junk food now in addition to this i started smoking weed as well uh maybe in 2018ish and when i was struggling with my university exams and stuff and when i was hitting a bit of a low point in my life i would uh smoke every day and obviously i do believe that it's possible to smoke weed in a healthy way and i've managed and right now i've managed to turn it into an occasional thing where, that i do when i hang out with my friends but back then i'd smoke weed every single day multiple times a day and i'd always complement it with a nice you know uh feast of junk food and it's much easier to get it delivered to your house now because of food delivery apps and you have a bigger variety of things to order as well and then so when you smoke weed you get the munchies and then the experience is much better and then i realized that i'm every single time i get high i feel the need to eat so about a year ago actually or 6 months ago i managed to just cut off the weed but the junk food aspect of it still stayed in my life and now you, now i remember now you mentioned something like you know what when you're really full and then you can always eat more sweets some desserts some carbohydrates that's going to make you want to eat more and yes i do actually feel guilty for eating too much food 
for eating more than like my stomach could bear and what i do for that i what i do after that is i also suffer from a thing called bulimia where i puke it out and there have been instances where i puke it out just to make space to eat some more and it's either me puking it out so that i don't feel guilty or it's me puking it out so that i don't feel uh, that i have space to eat some more so uh i think it's been happening for the last uh, two and a half years easily so that's kind of the situation that i am in right now i still am addicted to food and i'm trying to uh get i'm i'm trying to overcome certain addictions that i've developed with it uh such as smoking weed and i'm happy to say that it's not an addiction anymore or it's not something i crave and i realize that i and i now realize that maybe i have been smoking weed so that i can enjoy my food better not that i eat food because i smoke weed uh if that makes sense uh, oh totally after a while you don't get the munchies because you got high got high to get the munchies yeah <laughs> on a on a daily basis how does the overeating and the bulimia affect your life um the food the food addiction addiction to be honest uh, hasn't hasn't really uh, uh impacted me outside of my life uh, currently because i keep it a secret i don't let anyone know how much food i consume or the fact that i'm bulimic uh, except uh, with my therapist and you and the listeners uh, but manage to keep at least keep it under wraps to the point of not letting it it bother or impact another person outside uh, another person outside uh, so no direct impact on your personal life yet what about any physical side effects uh, okay so it it does tend to cause a lot of problems in your mouth like tooth decay and it it uh, kind of melts your gums there's a chance of uh, like ulcers developing in the stomach as well and I I I'm not suffering with from those yet but I but I'm pretty sure that I'm like on a fast track to developing those things if I don't take control of my life right now but it's 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 difficult to bring yourself to or convince yourself to you know do the rational thing like take a healthier path to finding balance in your life like have fun with your friends over a beer every weekend but it becomes a problem when you overindulge in absolutely anything like an extreme of anything is just it turns into an addiction and you don't even know why you want it it's just this thought that pops in your head and you just want to get it and it doesn't help that it's so easy to get ac- get access to these things and uh people think that you know it's people think that we should just stop eating like the same way you tell a heroin addict to just 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 stop taking drugs but i do understand that there it does impact like your brain chemistry where when when you've doing when you've been doing something out of habit for a long time and it's developed into an addiction the moment you take it away it's all you think about 
you want to fill that void and it's really difficult to be rational in that sense because the junkie starts to talk when you just like one fine day i would think to myself you know what i i think i've had enough i want to eat clean for the rest of the week and maybe i'll treat myself on on saturday as a reward and then one day goes two days go on the third day i find myself rationalizing it's like i'm convincing myself as to why i should get this and i'm making very valid arguments saying you know what what's the point like i'm going to die one day anyway so why not have some junk food why not enjoy myself and get there and then after i eat and i feel miserable for breaking this commitment that i've made then the bulimia happens and it's a big fat mess of uh one is trying to fulfill the addiction and the other is trying to make myself not feel too bad and then i start puking so uh you mentioned sorry you mentioned you mentioned that you'd realized that a relationship isn't going to help you fill that void you went back to having food fill that void yeah but have you figured out what the void is that's actually a really good question so uh it does come a lot with self hatred that has been developed since i was young and uh, uh see at least in my experience i don't come from the most nurturing background uh my parents are quite emotionally distant and i don't think i've had a and had a proper heart to heart conversation with my father at all and it 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 it's 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 funny how these 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 voids that are left inside you of you constantly doubting yourself thinking that you you are not good enough that you'll never be good enough because yeah you could achieve uh, uh your goals you could always get a great job and go on with your life but sometimes when there are certain emotional voids you uh, you can ignore it for a while but as you become an adult you notice that uh you become dysfunctional in some aspect where it's difficult for you to un- be uh, be empathetic towards other people because because of something that you didn't receive and then when you realize that you you instead of attributing blame to your parents i start asking myself with why am i incapable of functioning in a more normal way so and then there is a constant self doubt self hatred and i genuinely do not know how to overcome that cuz i tried and and i real cuz it's it's not like we can go back in time right and then tell our parents that you know what maybe a little bit more emotional support would go a long way but i genuinely don't know what to do now because i do know that finding material ways to be happy is never going to make that go away and the path to actually caring about myself accepting myself might be a start to me just wanting to fill a void because 
I stop assuming that there's a void in the first place and just accept myself and then just start working out again, start eating healthy again, not because I want to hate myself a little less, which is what I think I did uh, when I was 16. It was just an attempt to make myself hate myself a little less by feeling thin, being thin and uh, being fit because I feel like although the outcome was positive, the motivation that I had behind it just led to a temporary result which made me relapse again. So I'm going towards rock bottom if I keep continuing this, but like I do want to find a fulfilling solution to my problem that wouldn't make me want to relapse. It would make me maybe addicted to a healthier lifestyle and just want just just constantly making myself happy. So that's my goal. And I'm still in the process of finding that out. I don't know if other people can relate to what uh, uh, the, the way I think and the way I perceive what I am going through because I do think I do try to be self-aware of what I go through. And I do get it cross-referenced by uh, taking therapy and stuff. So, uh, yeah. By the way, speaking of which, so it's just your therapist, myself, and the listeners. Two and a half years, no one else knows. Well, uh, okay, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I have to kind of, I did miss, I did uh, leave out tiny piece. So for, for a long time, I hid it from my partner until recently where I, I finally told her because I, I, I realized that, you know, hiding things is really not great when it comes to relationships. So she does know about it, but the thing that she doesn't know, so we don't live together yet. She does know that I have the tendency to do this. So what she doesn't know is that, um, so after I obviously, after I told this to her, her reaction is, you know what, uh, she, she wants to be supportive. She wants to help me figure it out, but, I don't want to be a burden to other people and make them feel like they have to look out for me in this sense. So after telling her, I I remember telling her once or twice that I did it again. And then I just kind of stopped and pretended like, you know what, it's all good and I, I don't do it again. But I do tend to do it quite often, the whole addiction thing. You mentioned earlier that some might think that it's just as easy as, you know, not eating. I'll tell you right now, drugs are my thing. And and if there were signs, billboards, you know, bus stops, signs inside of stores that said things like two for one, eight balls a blow. Or, you know, I go online, it says, you know, buy now, get a complimentary tab of acid. I'd be fucked. That, that, is, that is so true. That is so true. Cause- and I mean, now that you now that you put it that way, because I mean, it's it's a lot of big corporations that do uh, fast food as well, right? And they 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 find the best scientific flavor combinations that make you want to come back for more. And then they they serve it based on meals. They have promotions and deals, and it's always shoved down your throat either on social media, on TV, or on a big board. And they make it so easy for you to get access to it. But 
uh, I mean, there are extreme cases like myself where you develop an addiction to it. Also appreciate you uh, uh, like empathizing with me in that sense. <laughs> Well, hey, I, I I see myself, a little bit of myself, in every single caller on this show, and it's no different with you. Yeah, that's absolutely right, because addiction is kind of a spectrum, isn't it? It's not, it's not when, whenever someone thinks about addiction, it's either smoking, uh, alcohol, or drugs. But it's possible to get addicted to anything in an unhealthy amount. In my case, food, like junk food, but... It's 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 the way it alters your brain chemistry and makes you dependent on it to function normally. And then the minute you take it away, you deal with the withdrawals. But in this case, there aren't really resources to get over it. Because, um, like I've 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 looked into programs like like fitness programs that have. Uh, that have a lot of uh, that teach you techniques on stopping the cravings and how you could make make the switch to a healthier diet. But um, but I feel like uh, they 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 work for some. I mean, if it, if they work, they would have worked for me by now. And it's just so temporary, and it feels quite half-assed because it doesn't really work for someone like me. I feel like I really need to, I mean, I've, I've gone to the extent of just trying to find the root cause of this so that I could fix it from there and maybe work my way up. And I'm still in the process of getting better. And, uh, and yeah, there are little to no resources. Like, I really don't know what to do, what the right thing to do is and to treat myself in the right way because if I was to explain to another person that this is what I am going through, like like any anyone outside, they would just think that I'm making poor choices and I'm I'm uh, it's it's just up to me to say no, and uh, and it's up to me to just decide to be better, right? But like you said, it's like it's always advertised to us. It always served like on a silver platter to us. It's difficult to just avoid it because they're doing the opposite of helping someone like me. And I do understand that it's just how the world works, right? That guilt, that uh, that guilt that you mentioned that you get after you eat that leads you to the bulimia. Why does the bulimia help you with that guilt? Uh, because now... When when there is no food in my stomach to digest, that's no food that's getting absorbed into my system and contributing to weight gain, right? And since I've been conditioned to believe that I should be thin, I should not gain weight, I should do the opposite of gaining weight, when that food is out, that gain just goes away. And it's so effective. Now, uh, ever since I was little, I... I've been told that I shouldn't be overweight, that uh, being thin is the best thing to do. Uh, it comes a lot from my family as well. And I always get nagged about it and uh, get a lot of complaints saying that I'm overweight. So fortunately for me, I'm not... Uh, I've, I've managed to uh, continue uh, a moderate fitness journey where 
I I can do a decent amount of cardio, some CrossFit, and some weights as well. So I am definitely chubby and overweight, but not to an unhealthy amount where I can't function like, like a normal individual, and I and I wouldn't stand out in a crowd. Uh, but like the addiction part is there, and it and I'm definitely aware of it, and I know that this is just going to take me down a really dark path in the future, uh, in terms of health wise. Uh, and it's sad that I have, and then I'm then I'm telling you that it's my brilliant solution to my problem. Oh, hey, some of the solutions I've had to my problems in the past, <laughs> not much better. Like since I've managed to associate eating junk, it's because it's, it's because it's so easy to enjoy. It. I do indulge in it whenever I go through shitty periods of my life as well. Like if I'm stressed out with work or if. Uh, if it's a relationship problem, if I'm having uh, issues with my parents or just anything at all, if I'm just having a shit day, it's the perfect way to deal with the uncomfortable situation. And I do believe in finding healthier processes to uh, uh, to develop better ways to deal with the uh, deal with the uncomfortable situations but there was a period where I just I just told myself okay I sometimes eat when I'm bored I sometimes eat when I'm stressed and I sometimes eat when I'm watching like Netflix or something right so I associate it with boredom as well and I associate junk food with so many common so many uh, commonly occurring situations throughout the day where it's easy to be bored throughout the day because when you're working from home when uh, and, and you're not with your co-workers so uh, when, you're, when you're at home all the time it's easy to fall into a depression and you're alone with your thoughts and then if you're if you're dealing with stresses with your family or other people again a lot of stress is coming and then I would resort to junk food. And then there was this time where this is this this would have been like a month ago where I just thought to myself, you know what, I kinda need to be better for myself. And I just said, Okay, I'm not gonna force the junk food out of my life. If I want it, I'm gonna indulge in it, I'm gonna order it. But I'm gonna go through a little bit of a process. And I what I what I told myself was, okay, the three meals that I eat, I'm gonna have three meals like the, um, like anyone would, and I and I manage it a little bit better. I would eat a little bit more protein, eat more vegetables, eat less carbohydrates, so that one my stomach is full. And the other thing was, I I started working out a little bit every single day. I did did a little, little bit of yoga, and uh, I do some. CrossFit slash cardio stuff at home, uh, uh, and I try to enjoy the process. and uh, And to be honest, I it was difficult to commit to that because I really don't like working out at home. Because when you do everything at home, it's just it's 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 it's, it's okay. I mean, COVID isn't really helping with that situation. But other than that, I started to play. Uh, uh, I, I started to play games a little bit more. It's it's. It's with the it's with the intention of keeping myself occupied and making myself not feel bored at the time. 
and trying to deal with the boredom in a more productive i guess i guess you could say productive if you're not indulging in something that is bad for yourself and i try to so i'm a musician as well so i play the i i play a number of drums so uh, including the drum kit so i just play and i jam and i uh, play along to some music and and uh, uh and i manage to make that a habit and uh, improve in that sense as well and then i and i noticed and i and and, and i managed to turn that into a habit to the point of me actually starting to lose weight again and i started to look a little bit thin and people started to notice until i just relapsed again so i kind of know what it's like to feel good about myself and be in a good place but it's just i don't know how to stop myself from relapsing and it's it's hard to have a grip on it well you're you're still trying just because you've hit some roadblocks doesn't mean you're failing exactly yeah yeah so that that that's absolutely true and thank you for having me i i it, it it's it's nice to have a conversation uh with someone who understands you in unique ways uh, it it's nice to just relate sometimes exactly that's one of the reasons why we do this you cool if we follow up in maybe 6 months yeah that sounds really great thank you nick thank you take care and have a good i guess for you it's night yeah so well, have a good morning then have a good have a great day so this caller experiences intense cravings he talked about denial and repeated attempts to quit unsuccessfully he told us about the stigmas he faces and he knows that his entire reward system has been rewired to continually engage in repetitive behavior despite how harmful that behavior might be sounds remarkably similar to what someone with a drug or alcohol problem would experience which also means the recovery for this caller is still very possible once again i'm quick nick Thanks for listening. If you want to anonymously tell your story about addiction, find Addicts in the Dark on Instagram.